You heard it here. Justin is a Confederate sympathizer. It's got a little blood in it. Uh, We don't know whose it is. That's either profound or insane. All the vintage racism. That's what killed the Tootsie Roll Pop Owl. And imagine the drumsticks. Child, it makes them stop. Yeah, that's true. The more you yell at them, yeah, the, the better discipline they become. I think. Yeah, I um, I I've kind of taken the harsh disciplinarian role where I just scream in my child's face anytime he cool does anything. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. <laughs> that's real cool. It's you good know, parenting. It's great parent. You know what's you know what also is great. Um, now I miss seeing you, right? But uh-huh. one benefit. Um to not being in the same room is I can do the podcast in my pajamas and you could do it in your pajamas. Otherwise I, I know, but I would just be judging. Right. Well, see, that's the thing. (laughs) I mean, I'm judging you now, but it's from, it's from like a mile away. So yeah. And that's fine. I have a thing, um, about being in pajamas with other people. Like, okay, all right, so maybe we have a we had to share a hotel room or something. That's fine. Yeah. You're yeah. going to see me in my PJs. Otherwise, you're never going to see me in my PJs. What What's weird is <laughs> we shared a hotel room one time, yeah. and you slept in a three-piece suit. I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I'm, I'm a liar. Standing up. To be fair, it was, uh-huh. it was really cold. Yeah. <laughs> You you stood up in the corner of the room and went, well, I think I'm going to turn in. And then you just kind of tilted your head to the left and started snoring. Ah, yep, that's how I go to sleep. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sushi Jackknife. Yeah. Uh, um, 170. Agreed. 170 of these. That's so many. Christ. I went back and listened to a really old one the other day. And it's funny because it was before the world was on fire. Oh, you mean the before times? Yeah, it was from the before times. Yeah. And uh <laughs> Yeah, it's things are just aren't the same anymore. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, it's um 2020 has been bad, real bad. But I will say um for 2020 the last week has been very enjoyable for me. Okay, do tell. News-wise. 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 Um, all of the uh, Rudy Giuliani news, it just warms <laughs> the cockles of my heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want... I, I was saying this earlier this evening. If this election fiasco dragged out forever, but it meant that for the rest of time I got to witness Rudy Giuliani trying to be a lawyer. <laughs> it might be a, a trade-off I'd make. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Did you did you see any of the stuff this week? I um this might be a little old, but I I heard about him. He was so he was accidentally booked at <laughs> Oh, the Four Seasons yeah. uh, Total Landscaping? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Okay, so one. Uh, two days ago, I think, it, maybe it was yesterday, uh, whenever you hear this, it was way before that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're recording this on the 20th, 11-20. Yeah. Yeah. He had a press conference um, where he said all sorts of crazy person things. Right. As he does. As he does. Yep. It's his thing. Yeah. Yep. It's his trademark. Yeah. <laughs> Groucho Marx had his cigar. Rudy Giuliani has insane things to say. No, that's... That's what he does. That's right. Um, and he, in the middle of it, made a My Cousin Vinny reference for no particular reason. Oh, wait, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I So I watched part of this press conference. Okay. Because I'm like, okay, I'll hear him out. 
knowing full well there would be nothing to hear out. Yeah. So I even had to turn on Fox News to watch this. Because oh, wow. it wasn't on anyone else. Because <laughs> everyone else went, yeah, there's not going to be anything here. We don't give a um, shit. We are over <laughs> it. So... In the middle of this press conference, he started sweating so much that whatever he had sprayed in his hair to make it look like he's not an old man with gray hair started dripping down the side of his face like a sad girl with a lot of mascara in a rom-com. Oh, no! (laughs) Oh! Rudy can fail. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, today... Uh, the story came out, so they had been citing for voter fraud evidence Yeah, uh, these specific areas in Michigan where they had votes that were three times the population of that area, mm. which would be sketchy. That would be very sketchy. Oh, yeah. It, it turned out uh, they were confusing Minnesota and Michigan in their legal briefing. <laughs> In this affidavit from the security expert they had, oh it, my it, god. it just got the states confused, you know, oh. no big deal. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's like the onion has come to life. Yeah, yeah. And now the poor onion is having to sit there going, I don't know what we're going to write. <laughs> They're already doing all of it. We can't be a legit news source. Ugh. Fantastic. Wow. That's so great. I didn't I, see the thing with the with the color running out of his hair. I didn't see oh that. Oh man. You need you need to look it up. Because um th- there's nothing better than a crazy person. Like <laughs> obviously the pictures that people took were pictures taken at his most frantic looking <laughs> yeah right <laughs> right but they're so good they're just so good man uh, and the best part is knowing how um how obsessed with the impression people have of him that donald trump is yes oh yeah the thing that made him the maddest wasn't the fact that everyone looked at the evidence and went "Ugh, that's <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> It was that his lawyer <laughs> looked like his hair was melting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We haven't spoken on the show since the election, though. Yeah, so that's true. the election that lasted uh, a week, it seemed yeah. like. M- yeah. Maybe, wait, yeah, it was like definitely like almost a week, wasn't it? It, it was what it was sat... Saturday that they finally yeah called it yeah yeah it um, was yeah that's right yeah I I so I spent the entire week of the election the entire week flipping back and forth between reputable news sources and Fox News <laughs> because I don't know if you were paying attention but Fox News was one of the first two sources to call the state of Arizona. I did see that, yeah. Like yeah. They called it election night. And they called it for Biden, right? They called it for Biden. Yeah. So I was flipping back and forth going, well, I don't know how they're going to weasel their way out of this one. <laughs> they, they accidentally... They accidentally called it for him. <laughs> they did. They're like way ahead of everybody else. Yeah. The CNN didn't call it until like... 30 minutes before they called the full election on Saturday. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. I will say the, uh, I was watching the AP thing on in the NPR website, and they called it pretty damn early, too, actually. Not Fox that early, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fox News and the the AP were, like, right on top of it. That's They're so... like, we're going to call something. I... <laughs> <laughs> That's so we, interesting. We gathered all these people up to analyze this. Someone is going to call a state, and someone's going to call it now. Yeah. No, and, and man, I mean, so many interesting things happened that night. I remember being super pissed off Wednesday morning, maybe, because I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, do we 
was it Wednesday morning or it might have been two? It might, I, yeah, it was because it was still in the air a little bit. You know, it yeah. was like, and I was just like, God damn it! If we, as a country, reelect this asshole, then I'm I'm done. I'm fucking done with humans. You know what I mean? Like, well, to I, be I, fair, <laughs> everything would be done at that point. Well, yeah, true. It's not just true. you; it's society, <laughs> the human race. Yeah, no more e- frozen everything. yogurt. It's all gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But the, yeah, those are the big three right there. You know, and 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 I don't want to. I'm not giving anybody a pass on voting for in the first time. However, though, if you voted for in the first time, thinking, well, this is something different. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you can't make that argument anymore. Now you know what can happen. You know what I mean? This is true. And so, if you vote for him again, I'm I'm fucking over it. You know what I mean? Like. I'll give you a shot now, since we're not facing that future. <laughs> but, but my my forgiveness is running out. You know, I um. So, I I was just enjoying the large amounts of hypocrisy yeah. throughout the entire political spectrum. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I. You had all all of the Republicans who, when there was a recount in the 2016 election, were going, you're just being sore losers, blah, that are still right. clinging on to it, even oh, yeah. though oh, yeah. it's insane at this point. Yes. And you had the, uh, and admittedly, this is not actual Democrat officials, just random people who were Democrats. Yeah, who were saying around, going well, the electoral college. We we've got to figure out a way to uh, flip the votes in the electoral college in 2016. Yeah, that right. now if anyone in the Republican Party says the same thing, they're like, "You lost." Meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I, Every, I, yeah. Everyone has a, a, a two month attention span, so four years ago seems like a long time. But. Right. <laughs> Right. I mean, yeah. No, I mean, there are still plenty of things that need fixing, that's for sure. Uh, gerrymandering would be one. That'd be a good one to fix. Nah. <laughs> I don't think so. That could be so much more simple, too. You know, it's like, okay, you people live in this square. Mm-hmm. You're a district. Now you people live in this square. Now you're a district. <laughs> I So I have a new voting theory. I I think this should be the rule. I think we should gerrymander more. Hear me out. Okay. All right. I'm I'm waiting. Uh, Gerrymander, like, so intricately that each individual human being (laughs) is their own district. Right? Okay. 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 And then, for important elections or whatever, we just take whoever won the most districts. Oh. See, this oh, is my wait. sneaky way. Oh, this is my sneaky way of getting popular voted. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was starting to follow you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that is what it should be. I think. Just ultra gerrymander it. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, right. That's also, the- that means I get to vote for my own representative. Yeah. In the House of Representatives, which, oh, man. Kanye's looking for something to do, so that would be fun. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Um, which it is fair to say that 2016, um, I, I don't remember how much Trump won the uh, won the um, electoral. I don't. I, I, it wasn't. It, it was. He had. Was it 306? Yeah. It was a. It was a it pretty. Was it was plenty. Yeah. Yeah. It was plenty. Though the, though he lost the popular vote. Oh yeah. This, significantly. Significantly. This time, however, um, it was nice because Biden got both. <laughs> he got. Well, that's what happens when a Democrat wins the electoral college. Oh. Because they're going to win the popular vote. That's a good point. Yeah, that's right. That's a good point because of the way the numbers break down. I mean, you know, when the last time was a Republican won the popular vote, right? Uh, Reagan, right? Well, I believe 
I think W did on his okay. second. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Election. Gotcha. But then before that, it was his dad. Oh, George W. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I could see that. So okay. Democrats have won the popular vote in 2020, 2016, uh, 2012, 2008, 2000, <laughs> 96, 92. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. So there's something wrong with that. <laughs> I it, just, yeah. I, so... I understand the logic that was initially used for the Electoral College. I have forgotten it, so please. The the logic is for rural farm voters at the time, people who were not in Boston or Philadelphia. <laughs> right, or New York. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much those three, and that's it. Yeah. It was... Not to get overrun by people who were taking control of the entire country. Sure. Yeah. Sure. However, <laughs> that was before we started adding vast wastelands to the country. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know, Montana, the Dakotas, places yeah. like that. And now... If you're if you live in North Dakota, your vote technically counts more than if you live in California. Right, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. It's it, the the way the it's it's about like weighting almost like yeah 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 your vote is weighted more yeah yeah it doesn't make any sense at all zero sense. Um, therefore, let's be done with it. I mean, <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, I'm understanding. That the future, really, if all the projected trends are correct, we're going to become a much more urban culture anyway. Like Probably, yes. Fewer and fewer people will live in rural areas. Yeah. Um, a large part due to opportunity. There's just going to be less and less opportunity in rural areas going forward. And, um, you know, farming is done more efficiently. We don't need as much mm -hmm. devoted to it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, so, I don't know, it's only going to make sense if most people, you know, yeah. are living in cities. How did this turn into, like, a, 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 a social studies class? I think, <laughs> I think what we should do is the people who don't want to vote for, you know, the lunatic QAnon people. Right, yep. Uh, should all move to Florida. Yeah, and just flip Florida? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if we could just talk a good uh, 150,000 people into moving from New York to Florida. Yeah, yeah. I get to pick them. Of course you do. <laughs> I mean, there's no state income tax in Florida. That's Ooh. a good selling point. Hey, we know Beaches. what that's like. Beaches are good. Uh Meth is easy to get. <laughs> seafood? Who doesn't love seafood? Yeah. I feel like I I feel like we just glossed over the meth thing though and moved on to seafood. <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> you know, the meth is there, but it's not you don't put it in the brochure. I mean, in Florida you might. <laughs> it's well, Florida. It's a mess. It's my memories of going on vacation in Florida always involved stopping at one of the uh the road, the highway, you know, visitor centers. Yeah. And getting a little shot of orange juice and or grapefruit juice made right there in Florida. Uh-huh, sure. So instead of that... <laughs> I'm sure just, it was. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> made in Florida, shipped from California. Yeah. Made, um, <laughs> made in Florida from concentrate. We mixed it up in the back room before we brought it out. Don't worry. It still counts as made in Florida. It's got a little <laughs> blood in it. Uh, we don't know whose it is. <laughs> Welcome to Florida. <laughs> if you work at that visitor center, you scoop rats out of that every morning. Um, anyway, anyway, um, instead of that, my point was, my joke was, uh, you know, maybe they should just give you a little meth at the border. Yeah. In a I mean, little cup, yeah. I'm pretty sure you drive across the border to Florida. They hand you some sort of illegal narcotic. 
Yes. Uh, a handgun. <laughs> and then just a brochure of when you're allowed to use your handgun. And by brochure, I mean it's a folded up piece of paper that you open it up and it just says, anytime. <laughs> Go crazy. <laughs> Whenever. Laws. <laughs> Great for shooting crabs. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Florida. So, if anyway, if we could get 150,000 New Yorkers, they've got people to spare. Sure. Um, maybe some from California. You know, those states that on election night, they're like, okay, the polls are closing in three, two, one, and we're calling California for... <laughs> Yes, exactly. Right. Get people from those states to just move to Florida. We could use a few more in Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it surprised me. A couple things. One, um, now, I'm not as familiar with the entire state of North Carolina, but I guess I've been... I guess I've only been to... The fun liberal parts of North Carolina. <laughs> so my impression. Oh yeah, there's other parts no, of North Carolina yeah, than that. <laughs> uh, fair enough. My my impression of North Carolina is a is a uh, is bluer than it actually turns out. It is. Oh yeah. Now, however, I'm a I'm from Georgia, and seeing it turn wow, seeing it change colors was wild. That oh, yeah. was wild, and yeah, it was close, no doubt, but still. It's um I never thought I'd see that in my lifetime to be honest with you. It's it's Atlanta. It's Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Atlanta is a, a big great deal. place for people to live. Anyone listening in New York? <laughs> you know what? It's warm. It's not you're not going to get snowed on. I mean, maybe a little, but you'll laugh at it. You'll think it's hilarious. New York rap is over. But Atlanta, the the Atlanta hip hop scene is is thriving. Yeah, it's um, so. Yeah, you you want to go experience that? They have the <laughs> trap music hall of fame there. Do they really? Oh yeah. Is that real? That's real. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also I'm also told that Atlanta is where the players play. Nathan, that's what I've heard. Yeah. That's what I've heard about Atlanta. <laughs> the the players do play there. So, I if you say, are a player and you like to play. <laughs> Move There's from a, California or New York. Multiple Krispy Kreme donuts mm-hmm. places open uh, open all night. Um, you got little five points, crazy little spot. It's awesome. Little uh, it's your it's your Brooklyn, I guess. It, if you're <laughs> in New York, wouldn't you like to go to a place that had good biscuits? Oh yeah, think about those biscuits. They've got they've got biscuits in Atlanta. They don't oh, have absolutely. biscuits in New York. Where are you getting a biscuit in New York? Oh, can't even imagine what a biscuit up there would be like. Wrong. It, it would it would just be a hard hunk of bread. You know, arguably biscuits is like kind of why the South didn't win the Confederate. I mean, they didn't win the uh, Civil War <laughs> because they started eating biscuits and went. I, I'd much rather eat these than fight in the war. <laughs> well, at least, I don't know if this is actually true, but at least the way my my Georgia public school education taught me. Oh, then I, then it's not true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A big factor was that the Northerners had better food. Like, mm-hmm. we had, we, I was not in the Confederacy. The uh-huh. South, the <laughs> You the heard South. it here. Justin is a confederate sympathizer oh boy the south had like <laughs> biscuits and bacon right uh-huh. which which would go we bad. still have <laughs> yeah that's right and the north would have hardtack which was apparently horrible but it didn't go bad so much it, it didn't go bad and i believe it was chock full of nutrients oh is that right I, I I believe I've heard that it was like an 1800s power bar. This yeah, thing. yeah, and just as as difficult to eat. <laughs> yeah, power bars. You just chew those things for for a day before Endlessly. you finally are able to swallow it. <laughs> it's just that's constant what, chewing. That's what killed the Tootsie Roll Pop Owl. You know that? <laughs> Someone gave him a power bar. He fucking choked to death. He he can crunch through a Tootsie Pop. 
No problem. Can't make it through a power bar. <laughs> Can't do it. They, the kids gave it to him. They came back a week later, <laughs> and it was just his owl corpse. Oh. Yep. This got sad. Yeah, yeah. I like um, talking about dead cartoon characters. I don't know why. What's your What's your favorite dead cartoon character? My favorite dead cartoon character. Huh. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. I don't know if I have. You know a what's favorite. a disturbing one? Yeah. It's not one that you have to imagine being dead, because they're already dead. Okay. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Oh yeah. Like that's a cartoon about a dead kid. Yeah. That's what that's about. A dead kid. Um, a lot of those, I forget what company made Casper, but they also made like Huey the Big Giant Duck Baby or whatever, and uh, that was disturbing as well. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. Yeah, they <laughs> they had this weird bent to them, that particular cartoon house. It's uh, It sounds like drugs were at play. Yeah. <laughs> or either drugs or they were just huge procrastinators and when they had to present a new cartoon it was just like uh a uh, 12 year old kid dies ah, hey, love me, it he's friendly <laughs> that casper movie with bill pullman christina Ricci, oh i did not care for that oh it made me sad though it did make me sad it it was a it was a wildly unpleasant movie <laughs> it was kind of bizarre wasn't it yeah Ne- never was a fan of it. I watched that junk over and over, though. I've seen it a m- bunch of times. Yeah. That's probably Bill Pullman's finest work. <sighs> yeah, that and the speech from Independence Day was pretty great. Yeah, but I mean, the rest of Independence Day was... Eh. <laughs> you know what? I can't I can't shit on that movie. I, I remember... Oh, I'm not saying anything bad about the movie. I'm saying okay. bad things about Bill Pullman. Oh well, okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I uh, I'll never forget Will Smith saying, "What are you doing shooting that green shit at me?" And uh, and uh, Jeff Goldblum saving the world because he knows computers. I think. Yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I Will Smith. He had a a weird car- uh, career trajectory there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, I'm the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, then I'm going to do two huge movies about aliens. What was the other one? Men in Black. Oh, of course, yeah, Men in Black. Two huge movies about aliens. Yeah, yeah. And that will allow me to rule the world. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's a... I would not be surprised if he's a weird guy. Oh, he's definitely a weird guy. Right? Like, he's got to be a weird guy. There's no way he's not a weird guy. (laughs) He comes I mean, off, you, you know. Have you ever experienced uh, Jaden Smith? Yes, a little bit, yeah, yeah. The the things that Jaden Smith says, you're like, that's either <laughs> profound or insane. Right. <laughs> it's walking the line right there. And I don't know which one. <laughs> Will Smith raised that. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point there, that Nathan. That came from Will Smith. You're right. Fifty percent of that is attributed to him. I can't make an argument. His <laughs> his public persona, Will, is so strong though. Like from he was such he's, oh my god as a as a as a rapper and then on Fresh Break he was such a likable fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just immensely likable. And yeah. uh, you know, but long enough in Hollywood will make anybody weird. Yeah, that's, oh, my, yeah. that's my theory. That's my theory. No, that's definitely I. I don't know that I can name anyone who has been an actor for a long time that I don't think is weird. Tom Hanks. I think he's still weird. You do? He's pretentious weird. Ah, yeah. Okay. He collects typewriters. I didn't realize that. That's That's not a normal normal human thing to collect. (laughs) Like, you might have a typewriter. He has typewriters. A whole collection of typewriters. You have to be a little weird to go, I want all the typewriters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at it this way. You can only use one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe two if you 
<laughs> if you get good at one hand typing, yeah, yeah, two hands, yeah, like a uh, like a piano. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there, you go. there's Tom again. Where's Where's Daddy? Oh, he's just typing away down there. <laughs> or oh, he's out shopping for another typewriter. <laughs> he only has a hundred and fifty of them. He needs a hundred and fifty one. It is one of those things. If you're going to collect it, like you have to have some space, mm-hmm. right? And probably some heavy-duty shelving, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those That's, are heavy. Yeah. So, even if I were given a collection of typewriters, yeah, the work that would go in to having a typewriter collection <laughs> and displaying said collection, <laughs> yeah, not worth it. Like, I wonder if he has a guy. He has just- a typewriter guy? A typewriter guy that just services all of his typewriters. Well, you'd have to if you want them to work. <laughs> I, I mean, mean like, they're I, old typewriters. Yeah, like I work for a place that has a bunch of, you know, historic instruments. We have a guy that all he does is take, I mean, I'm not diminishing what he does, but he just takes them out and plays them and says, all right, and tunes them and puts them back away again. It's a pretty sweet gig. Pretty sweet gig. But yeah. so you got to have a guy like that. You got to have a typewriter guy. <laughs> a guy that just comes, puts a piece of paper in. Yeah. Spins the wheel and just. <laughs> All right, that one's good. <laughs> well, <laughs> unless Tom has some weird requirement that he's got to, like, write a page of Moby Dick sequentially on each typewriter <laughs> or something like that. Like, See? Now we're we back go. to him being a weirdo. <laughs> yep. No, you're right. You're right. Ooh, I was, I was thinking this month, if you wanted to do, uh, you know, the art of war, just start typing the art of war on each typewriter. That would make me happy. So That's go ahead and do that. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm all going right. to be looking through my ascot collection. He probably has an ascot collection. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then once he chooses a proper ascot, he comes and checks on Leon mm-hmm. um, and just sits back in an armchair, sipping a brandy while Leon just types away. Well, he probably reads what he typed. Oh. And then points out uh, any typo that happened. <laughs> Are you saying that what Tom Hanks really likes to do is role play like 1940s? <laughs> editor yeah yeah he likes to he likes to copy edit people (laughs) makes the guy get out a bottle of white out and (laughs) nope not good enough do it again do it again again. (laughs) and so now i'm thinking he just has like a harem of you know vintage dressed ladies that are typing for him i mean it wouldn't surprise me Right? Like, he's just got a whole little office pool going. Helps him sleep. The sound comes through the floor. His bedroom is above the typewriter room, naturally. You know, we may have the error wrong, because I'm also picturing this. I feel like it could be a Mad Men type of scene. Yeah, 60s kind of vibe? Yeah. 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 He probably has a storage closet of cartons of cigarettes and whiskey. Yes. Or as it was known back then, work supplies. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, what a, you know, what a time to have been a uh, a man working in a situation like that. How how fucking great was your life? You know? Like you go to work and you're just drunk all day. Yeah. You're drunk, well, you go out to lunch, you eat a steak. That's a uh, that's why Trump won election the first time. <laughs> A bunch of white dudes are like, hey, I saw Mad Men. That was great. I think I could deal with that. <laughs> that seems okay. There you go. There you go. What, you mean the dames aren't allowed to work up here? Perfect. <laughs> the dames. Uh, that's so good. I love it. A bunch of people probably wanted to bring back the word gams to oh gams, check out the yeah. gams on her the- <laughs> gams so, you know you know i like reading like uh detective stories sometimes right oh yeah one of the most fun things about those stories is all the vintage racism it's like 
words you've never even heard of for African Americans and Jews, and uh, and they're always so casually thrown in there too. Oh yeah, it's just so entertaining, Nathan. It's, it's like just a random aside where you're right. like, huh? Well, okay then. <laughs> uh, disclaimer: We yep. here at Sushi Jackknife do not support this however we do support laughing at it <laughs> exactly thank you legal team for mm-hmm. jumping in there no um, you don't want to get canceled no we're no we're much more interested in uh white people racial slurs yeah as you might recall from many 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 episodes ago it's just, i'm still just salty that there's not a good one well, the reason there's not a good one... Is we control them. I understand. Right. That's the reason why. As as a white male, I get to control the racial slurs. Correct. But, I mean, it seems fair that we should have allowed one good one. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, naturally, to let it slip through, you know. I mean, there's demand for it, I think. You I, know? I'm demanding it. <laughs> you know what? 2024, I'm running for president, and my my campaign, one of the first things we're going to do is put together a commission to come up with appropriate white slurs for people to use. (laughs) I want to be offended by them. I want people to be brought to tears by them. Yes. I think... It's time in this country <laughs> that that we allowed everyone to be offended equally. <laughs> I like it. Can I be on the committee? Yay! I don't know. No. I feel like I I feel like you're you're too close to the subject. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I it's yeah. gonna it's gonna have to be a bunch of non-white people. You're right. Um, yeah. So, how Preferably people who are angry, yeah, at, at us for obvious reasons. There's <laughs> a, a really pissed off, racially diverse group. Yeah, is what we need. Yeah, I like um, it. Yeah, I, I, I think probably spearheading it. I put Louis Farrakhan in. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's definitely he's definitely in there. Absolutely, like he would be the leader. Can I design the monument we're going to put in D.C. with all the slurs on it? You can, but I already have a design in mind. It Ugh. would be a white person in the fetal position. Okay. <laughs> with tears streaming down its face. Oh, Can it be animatronic? Can we have the only animatronic marble <laughs> yes. sculpture in D.C.? Yay! Yeah. And there's a speaker off to the side so you can hear... <laughs> <laughs> All the time. And it plays It's Been a While. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that I would get at least 20 votes just with that idea. <laughs> well, yeah, I think so. Why not? Well, you, you, you have to move back to Kansas, though, to get your grassroots going. Or well, that, just go to East Tennessee. <laughs> that's true. Ha- have I told you... I I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast or not. My theory for how I could get Republicans to be pro-life. I I remember or pro-choice, this con- pro-choice, pro-choice. Not yeah. I remember this conversation, but it's it's been well, it's been a while. It, so I have a theory, and I don't think anyone can prove me wrong on this. That Republican voters specifically just like loud people yelling about the government. Right. That's their main thing they like. Yeah. So if you got a loud person with a thick southern accent (laughs) to start going, well, I just don't understand why the government thinks that they can control what we do with our bodies. You'd get them going, yeah, that is a good point. (laughs) Yeah, you can really get him riled up that way. Foghorn Leghorn up there has some ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's a cartoon character I wouldn't mind seeing dead. Namely, because he would be delicious. That's true. And imagine the drumsticks. 
Oh, God. He's so out of proportion, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. He looks like when they were coming up with him, they look, They actually just bought like a real turkey from the store <laughs> and sort of based his, his look on that. <laughs> yeah. Foghorn might be my one of my favorite Looney Tunes, no doubt. Really? I say, I say, I say, I say. Yeah. That is, that is a strange stance to take. Well. Favorite? I, among my favorite. Like top five? Okay. All right. Well, let's break this down. Who okay. Would, okay. Obviously, Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Uh, the best. The greatest Looney Tune. Yeah. Anyone who comes up with a top Looney Tunes list that doesn't have Bugs Bunny at the top, or at least yeah. top three. Gotta be. Is kidding themselves. Yeah, Daffy Duck. I love Daffy Duck. Okay. Daffy Duck's an asshole, but... <laughs> they kind of all are. They really. all They really all are, yeah. Except for um, Tweety. Well, Tweety's a sadistic motherfucker. That's true. That is yeah. true. <laughs> Tweety is... Porky. Porky's not. Porky's not so bad. No. no. But Porky's also, he's not a, in the top five. No, he's not. <laughs> Porky's usually a victim. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um... I would say uh, I love Sylvester the cat. Okay. I I, I I can do a decent Sylvester sometimes. Sometimes? Sometimes. <laughs> Get the bird! The bird, son! Get the bird! <laughs> <laughs> You're a cat. He's a bird. You can't be friends. You have to get the bird. Yeah. Um, it should be spittier than that. But yeah, yeah you weren't spitting <laughs> nearly enough. Daffy, like you, you need to when you do it, be at danger of infecting anyone near you with COVID <laughs> because you have full spit particles flying at them. Right. Daffy and Sylvester are kind of close. Yeah. Like, vocally, yeah. Yeah, they, they kind of phoned it in on one of the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever one was second, they went, eh, just kind of the same thing, but more cat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got it, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, I think, who would be fourth for me? Um, Maybe. I feel like, I feel like Foghorn is fifth. That's how I feel. Yosemite Sam drops pretty low because he he's a real. You want to talk about a Trump supporter? Oh man, <laughs> I'm really surprised he didn't get named to a cabinet position. <laughs> I quite like Marvin the Martian, but you know uh, I can't put him up at the top. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's completely ridiculous. Now, is it is it racist if you were to put Speedy Gonzalez at the top? Oh boy, yeah, I think it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Uh, he's not one of my favorites. I'm just no. If you were, it seems problematic. I th- well, interesting thing, and I don't know the details on this, but I've been to more than one Mexican restaurant in my life mm-hmm. that had a lunch special called the Speedy Gonzalez. What is it? It's a it's a <laughs> quick it's a quick lunch. It's usually like two tacos, rice and beans. Yeah. And it's like it's cheap. It's like five bucks or something. Okay, you know, yeah. And you're in, you're out. You eat that fast, and then you're you're back to back in action. I I feel like there's a good chance that the people who are offended by Speedy Gonzalez it falls into that that group where it's white people being offended on behalf of other people, yeah, more than the it. people being offended by it. <laughs> right, that could be the case. Yeah, yep. I don't know. That could be it. I don't know either. Who knows? I have no strong opinions on Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. I I don't need him. He's unnecessary. Right. Um, who else, Nathan? Um, Tweety is not up there for me. Again, Tweety is a sadistic fuck. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you you know what was always very underrated to me in the yeah. Looney Tunes world? Uh, do you remember the Sam and Ralph cartoons? N- Oh, wait. Are they the ones who are like... Um... It's like a sheepdog and a wolf. And they, oh. at the beginning of every every one of their cartoons, they had a few. They came in, they used the old-timey clock-in clock, because they're clocking into work. Yes! Greeted yes. each other, and then the entire cartoon is uh, Sam keeping Ralph from getting the sheep. Yes! And then they clock back out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember. The, yeah, I never knew their names. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. <laughs> oh, that's right, mm-hmm. Nathan. You're so good. That's so. Yeah. That was You're an down. underrated one. 
You're right. You're right. I don't know if I'm putting them in the top five, but I enjoyed those cartoons. Sam and Ralph. Who knew? Jeez. Um, Who are your favorites? Man. Obviously Bugs Bunny. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of, it's a steep drop off from Bugs Bunny. It really is. It's true. Though I feel, I do like Sylvester. I don't know what it is about old Sylvester, but I, he's uh, he's holding on for me. Pretty much every cartoon that they put out, the old ones, they've rebooted them several yes. times, and right. it's gotten weirder. Yeah, yeah, it has gotten weirder because it was very formulaic as oh, a child. Absolutely. Yes, the every cartoon was, hey, I'm gonna kill that thing, and then the <laughs> thing they try to kill doesn't allow that to happen that's, that's it that's the end of the cartoon <laughs> yep that's pretty much it it's it's weird how many old-timey cartoons revolved around uh something trying to kill another thing <laughs> you can get a lot of mileage out of that <laughs> yeah and it wasn't even just them like tom and jerry oh yeah same thing same thing, thing. <laughs> yep everyone you know if you mention tom and jerry no one thinks about the fact that Jerry was just trying to eat him. Like, that's yeah. it. <laughs> that, was, that was the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> he, he wanted to murder him and then eat his body. That's it. That's it. Yep. <laughs> and sometimes they were pals, strangely. Yeah. yeah that didn't make a lot they... of sense. No, no. You can't have friendly rivalry with a person who's just dead set on murdering you. Yep. It's, and occasionally it's to impossible. shake it up, it, it, it is impossible. <laughs> and occasionally to shake it up, they'd let the dog be in the cartoon. Yeah, remember the dog? Yeah, uh, yeah I don't. That Butch, one, I think it is. Butch yeah, that one thing? always just got confusing. Like, where did? Why is the dog only around sometimes? Is that an indoor outdoor dog? And half the time it's outside. <laughs> He's a sometimes dog. Yeah, yeah. Also, why did the people in Tom and Jerry never set a mouse trap? truth they've got a mouse running around their house all the time <laughs> on two legs no less <laughs> yeah i mean literally running like like a sprinter <laughs> across the floor <laughs> right and they're oh, just like oh, there's a giant hole in our wall i wonder what that's from anyway <laughs> i i i gotta say i feel like we gained i feel like anyone who watches Looney Tunes and old Hanna-Barbera cartoons and stuff, you gain something from it. Um, There's a lot of, a lot of like cultural references I know Mm -hmm. from another time that I only know because I watched Bugs Bunny. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, so as as a father, I, uh, I was a little bit horrified when I, so, like a month ago, I went to go turn on cartoons, and it dawned on me that they don't show the original Looney Tunes on TV anymore. Wow. Like, it's just not on anymore. They weren't it's... new when I was a kid. No, they've been out for, <laughs> what, decades? And they were right? showing like, them, yeah. yeah. But now they're too violent and offensive, and no one likes them. I mean, and that's why I like them. <laughs> it makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how would my child know that if you had an anvil, (laughs) it would be dangerous to drop that on a person? He won't learn (laughs) that lesson. (laughs) Also, the Acme Company literally makes anything you might need. Literally anything, (laughs) as long as you want it to fail. (laughs) I think... I think that was Wiley e. Coyote's biggest problem. Yeah, he never ordered from anyone else. Well, yeah. See, if he had, if he were doing the cartoons now, he could get on Amazon, check out the <laughs> Amazon reviews of all these products. Oh yes, Acme yes. Slingshot two stars would not recommend. <laughs> okay, now I know I won't try that. <laughs> you know that. You know I. I don't know if the Warner Brothers folks are listening, but. You just pitched a great idea for an episode of Roadrunner, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he gets online, he figures out the appropriate... The issue is it would be the last episode. Oh, right. Because he would, he would find the successful. product that actually works <laughs> and then kill the Roadrunner. Yeah, and that's it. And then there's Done. no more Roadrunner. Done forever. 
Unless, as he's flying through the air... Okay, hear me out. Gets, gets the name brand slingshot catapult thing. Right. Um, instead of the Acme one. And it's going to work. He, he has launched himself into the air, flying like a projectile. <laughs> towards the Roadrunner, where he is certain to catch them. But mid midway through, he has an existential crisis. Oh, okay. The coyote goes, without the Roadrunner, really, what is my purpose? Yes. I don't think I have a purpose. Is my purpose essentially to fail at the thing that I'm doing my entire life so that I continue to have something to search for. If I succeed, will I lose my drive and my fire? What am I doing? And during his existential crisis, he gets so distracted that he doesn't catch the Roadrunner, but he instead just falls to the ground and watches (laughs) him run away. A single tear streams down his face. And in scene. <laughs> in scene. Wow. Nathan, very good. Wow, that was that was poetry, just, my friend. Just a full-on Wile E. Coyote existential crisis. I love that. He, he had, I mean, it's coming. Because if he had caught the Roadrunner, he would have been out there in the desert with nothing to do. No, no one to chase. Yeah, literally nothing going on. Nothing in life. And the Acme Company would lose their number one buyer. Because <laughs> he would have no reason to buy them. That's another episode right there is as a thank you for for pouring every cent he's ever made into their products. Mm-hmm. The Acme Company comes out to, to visit him in the desert. Where did he get money for all these products? That's a great question. Was he racking up credit card debt? I think so. Yeah. Ooh, boy. It's a sad story. Actually, every night when he goes home hungry and tired and beaten up, mm-hmm. he just pulls up his bill and sinks further and further <laughs> into a deep, deep, dark depression. That's that's another episode uh, when the credit card company comes to collect. Oh. Uh. They, uh, <laughs> they send a collections agent out to him, and they just yeah. serve him paperwork. That's it's it. it's not an entertaining episode, but no, it's very no. informative. It's it's four and a half minutes <laughs> of the roll of credit card bill just rolling itself out mm-hmm. all throughout the desert. Yeah, it's it's a cartoon with a moral. The moral is: do not spend what you don't have. <laughs> Let compound interest work for you, yeah. not against you. See, I'm all for educational TV, and that. <laughs> I'm That's thinking educational. This is, this is we found our true calling, Nathan. <laughs> we we just need to sit around and come up with ideas for Looney Tunes episodes that no one's thought of yet. Oh man, there are so many. Like, like what if uh, what if Elmer was hunting Bugs Bunny and realized he'd never really had uh, rabbit meat to begin with, but he kind of thinks it would be gamey. maybe he goes vegan maybe he's not even interested in hunting a rabbit anymore check this out in the progress of their hunt elmer comes across a a uh, quickly erected fancy restaurant Mm -hmm. which of course bugs bunny is putting on right right, right he sits down and, and bugs serves him actual With a big rabbit fake meat. mustache <laughs> yes of course yes and the towel and the you know the sort of classic waiter outfit yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and bugs serves him real rabbit meat from one of his friends that he murdered right he murdered him so he could get out of this whole yeah whole rigmarole he's tired just to, just to teach old elmer a lesson about what rabbits really taste like mm-hmm. And it turns out he he's not a big fan, though he does still like duck. So Daffy is in trouble. <laughs> well, duck is delicious. Duck I mean, is let's, amazing. Let's be honest. <laughs> Rabbit, <laughs> but duck. That's fine. That's duck. it. Duck. The duck. The 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 one I watched most recently 
was there's uh there's the chicken hawks. Remember the chicken hawks? Oh yeah. The dad and the little kid chicken hawk. And uh Daffy is broke and enters a contest for like the best rooster. And so he he turns himself into a rooster. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, and uh enters the contest only to be swept away by the child chicken hawk who takes him back to his dad. <laughs> <laughs> I what what does Daffy need money for? He's a duck. Uh, there's no he's a du- there's no reason for him to have money. Every time every time he's pictured with clothes on though, mm-hmm. he's always got like a shoddy hat and coat. That's true. You know what I mean? He's a so poor feel, duck. He's a poor duck. He's a down on his luck duck. <laughs> <laughs> he could just get a job. You know, pull. I mean, wh- pull himself out by the bootstraps. Come on. I mean, clearly Daffy has a personality disorder, though. Well, <laughs> like, that's let's, true. Let's be honest. That's true. He would not last in an office environment <laughs> no. for sure. Not, not for long. No. Just imagine if he's working in an office and his boss came to question the numbers that he had done. <laughs> you know, uh, just the numbers. Wh- wherever he's working, there are numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he would he would not take it well. It would end poorly with him in it HR. There's another right. episode. Daffy Duck works in an <laughs> office, has to go to HR. <laughs> and it turns out that Bugs is like the president of the company uh-huh. or something. Of course. <laughs> and Elmer would be the HR rep, naturally. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Porky would be his friend in the office. It's like, dude, you've got to chill out. Yeah. Like... You're not gonna last here. What? That she's a nice woman. Stop! Stop yelling at her. <laughs> we all like Janice. Calm down. Jan 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 Janice brings us cookies. The lady. Yeah, I. I think we essentially could come up with a full season. I think we could. Of Looney Tunes episodes that no one would want to watch. <laughs> I, I'm not so sure. I would I, want to. I would want to. I, I think we could take it to some interesting places. I mean, Warner Brothers, if you're looking for a reboot. Yeah. No, you just did one, but hey, we're, we're yeah, open. But, yeah, but they did it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. They, of course they did. So, um... I, I was just watching before this uh, a the reboot of Animaniacs. I heard that was coming. I haven't yes. seen it, which though. makes me very happy because that was one of my favorites. Oh, that was a great oh, one! Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're the only ones that haven't wildly messed up so far uh, when they reboot. Like they didn't try to change everything. <laughs> good that's good that's good uh, you know the looney tunes they tried to take out some violence and stuff you need the violence it's kind of all you had it, it's what it is yeah no that, that was the whole thing that was the whole point that's why we love it people didn't care about the characters they wanted to see the characters get shot in the <laughs> face and then their duck bill spins around their head <laughs> uh, there's a great show i've probably mentioned it before that holden watches um which is basically a looney tunes for now it's called zig and shark zig and shark Uh, zig and shark it's i think it's australian or something basically okay stay with me nathan it's a complex plot it sounds like it yeah so zig is some kind of animal it's it's hard to tell what he is he's australian they don't have real animals there they're all mythical beasts yeah exactly it's some sort of fantasy animal but he looks a bit like a mangy dog (laughs) with big teeth okay all he wants to do is eat this mermaid right who spends an inordinate amount of time on land p.s um lives in a sandcastle a land mermaid (laughs) a land mermaid the only problem is the land mermaid has a big strong boyfriend of a shark who always comes to her rescue she's a little 
uh, I'm not saying she's a two-dimensional character, but she often doesn't realize when she's about to be consumed. <laughs> that that sounds like an old-timey cartoon right there. It really, I mean, it pretty much is. And then they just, they put, you know, a modern spin on it. Like, the only way they ever get anything on this island is invariably, like, a cargo plane goes over and the guy flying the plane spills coffee on the controls and then suddenly releases like a million bouncy balls onto their island and and then you have an episode idea there you go (laughs) yeah it's really it's something they really ought to fire that pilot i it sounds like this is a recurring problem that he has (laughs) yeah well and and it's true and then there's another pilot who actually lives on the island It, it looks like he's crashed this plane into a tree and, like, subsequently over the years of being stranded on this island, has just devolved into a sort of man-ape. Okay. Like, he, he doesn't speak. He's entertained by very simple things. <laughs> How? So, logistically speaking here. Yes. A mermaid and a shark. Yeah, yeah right. Like, how? how do they... You know, doink it out. <laughs> that's that's a great question that I I think can only be answered by one thing, Nathan. What? Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. <laughs> that was that's what would happen. Yeah. Like he would end up as sushi. I think. I mean, possibly. <laughs> I really. He don't also know. spins. He, he spends a really long time on land for a shark. Just saying. Some sort of biology for 